coming to you from the heart of the Northwest, where even Bigfoot is gay. You heard it here first. It's the Queer Centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. Hello, it is another amazing night here in the studio as we bring you another episode of the Queer Centric. I know you've been waiting and waiting, and it's our first one of Pride Month. Officially, we're in Pride Month. I would like everybody to just look at your cameras because you can tell our guests are super prided, super pride, which I love. And what's so exciting, well, we have Elton John, which is exciting to us. We didn't know. Elton John came with a puppy. Uh, yes, I came with Perseus. Oh, uh, such Perseus a name. is a, a, an Aries, and I'm I'm a Taurus. We're both uh, vegetarian vegans. <laughs> no, just kidding. We both eat meat. Yeah, it's important. It's, it's important for Pride Month, especially. Yeah, it was the Elwood thing, you know. <laughs> oh, I love Elwood. Yeah, yeah. Give me those. Uh, we're gonna get to to you all, wonderful Pride uh, guests, in a minute. I want to say we actually have an audience. So, hello, audience. <laughs> they are allowed to. Oh, oh, I know. Um, trust us, there's people in the studio. That's all I'm saying. Uh, before we get started with our guests and to talk about what we're doing uh, on today's show, I want to give some shout-outs to things going on in the community that you maybe should know about. Uh, if you have always wanted to see uh, a Disney play musical and you haven't had the chance, Aladdin is coming to Spokane on June 27th, and it, it runs through July 2nd. Uh, it's brought to us by the West Coast Entertainment, who are some amazing people, and it will be down at the First Interstate Center for the Arts. So if you want to get your tickets, I would get them now. Uh, it's a very popular show. Has anybody in this room seen Aladdin? Not, Not the, the live show. No, but I would love to see this. Yeah. Right? It's really good. Anybody in the audience seen? I love the movie too. Wait, live action movie or original? Both. I was gonna say first of all, that's my reaction to Aladdin's live action. Oh no, no! I want to know how they're gonna fly the carpet. That's like the big thing. Listen, if they can drop a gigantic chandelier and not let it kill someone for what thirty years, I think we're gonna be good. That's true. Oh yeah. Oh, I know the secret behind that one. (laughs) I'm sure you know a lot of secrets. That's why yeah. my hat's so big. Exactly. I, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. So uh, everybody uh, do support the First Interstate Center for the Arts. We love them. Aladdin's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, get your tickets now, June 27th through July 2nd. Also, we liked we talked a little bit about uh, the independent theaters and the historic theaters that we are lucky enough to have in Spokane. The Bing, the Bing Crosby Theater in downtown Spokane, has something very... Um, unique and i love it they're having a show come to town called dungeons and drag queens anyone any <laughs> it's drag queens and a comedian paul curry uh who is the dungeon master and he has drag queens play uh dungeons and dragons it is gigantic hit in seattle people love it and so they're coming uh here on like i said on uh kurt give me a name june 24th actually if you want to go to thequeercenter.com kurt did an interview a written interview with paul curry about this and what we can expect in spokane um and we're gonna go and we'll tell you what it's like uh it's just the most unique thing i've ever heard and i grew up i had a best friend i had a crush on who loved dnd I still didn't get it, but I was just there for him. Do they cosplay in drag too, or is it just going to be? Kurt says he gives the maybe signal. Okay. I don't know what that means. I just shot. remember watching the Seattle Queens um, with Paul Curry, and it was hysterical. 
history because they had no idea what they were doing. Uh, but they have some queens are really quick, and they were having some fun with the comedian Paul Curry, and that just made me laugh. Um, and then finally, I want to uh, this. These comedians are actually going to be on our show here in the future, but Space Queers Pride Spectacular is coming to Lucky You Lounge in downtown Spokane on June 29th at 8 p.m. They're going to be in the main room, so they haven't released a ticket yet, but please look for Space Queers Pride Spectacular, mostly because I want to know, that is a name. That is a big name. But the comedians are very funny. Space queers, I can relate to that. But it's the Pride Spectacular, so mark your calendars. Um, this is actually, like I said, first show within the Pride Month. And uh, Daniel, Daniel the intern over here, I set him loose on, on Pride Month, and I said, show us what you can do. So he planned this whole thing. And um, if, if this is any, any indication... The, the costumes that have arrived in this room. If this is any <laughs> indication on the future of, of June shows, I'm going to have a whole lot of fun. Maybe we'll have an audience all the time. We'll just keep bringing people in. I love that idea. <laughs> right? Yeah. Live studio audience. I, that's Get a heckler thing. issue in here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I will sick uh, Perseus on them. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, they see, we have our own built-in heckler. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. But I want to start because this is a big pride show. Um, this is all about why. I call it the big why show. Um, and I've had this, I think any of us that are anywhere within the realm of the queer community, we get asked this a lot, and especially when June rolls around. And so I think there's lots we can talk about. Uh, let's start with, we're going to have each of you introduce yourself, say as much or as little as you want to about yourself and how you're connected to the queer community. And let's start with Elton John. All right. So my name is Corey Fortune. Um, I am a local Spokane uh, resident that has been active in the community for several years. I used to run the Pride Parade and Festival back in... The, do we call them the, the 10s? Right, what back they, in, I thought it was like 1917, but is it, was it in the 10s? Really? <laughs> really? Listen, I have just embraced that I'm going to be ancient. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But I, I just, I, I love that I get to be on for this show because Pride is one of the things that first got me involved in the community. So yeah. I'm just Well, and really it's happy. been, I mean, not only did you used to run it, but you've been very active in our community for a very long time. Mm -hmm. You actually, uh, dare I say, give a shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. It depends on you who we're talking about. You take a break now just but, to get your shit yeah. back. And then I, um, I run a small mortgage brokerage, so I do mortgages, and I help a lot of the queer community, which yes, is kind do. of fun. Because there's weird things with the mortgage industry where you have to ask questions that can be assuming yeah. of, you know, what's your spouse's name versus what's your husband or wife's name. Right. Um, you're legally required to ask gender which is super fun. So if I have a, a, a trans client, then it's like, all right, so I'm legally required to, right. um, oh, sorry, this is Perseus, and who apparently likes sequins. I was going to say, we're so going to do Perseus the whole show is, and pretend. Is nibbling on my, on well, my sequins. Well, they're shiny. That's, <laughs> I nibble on a lot of shiny things in Pride Month. True. But yeah, so, so yeah. I, just, I just love this community, and um, I love what is possible with it when we all come together and do things like Pride. I love that, too. And I love that you're very passionate about it. You actually uh, came to us and said, hey, we should do this show. And I stuck you over with Daniel and said, make it happen. Uh -huh. you, of course. Do we doubt? No, of course not. And over here, this lovely human. So my name's Jennifer, Jennifer Simons. Um, See, I'm already glad you introduced yourself because I was saying your name wrong. So well, everybody times. does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I am. Um, 
I have my parent of someone in the community, and awesome. he has someone in the community, and that was I think important to Daniel, just kind of from his background that he's come from. Yep. Um, and other people, obviously. Um, I mean, I, I could call myself an ally, but I don't really love that term. I just like to be in the community in general. Interesting. Wait, uh, this is an interesting yeah. uh, thing. So tell me, unpack that a little okay. bit. So, you know, I, I learned the term ally mostly like when I was going to school, which I got to meet Sandy Williams and oh, yeah, yeah, when she was running yeah. it at Eastern. I know <sighs> I did some yeah. courses from her. She's amazing. She is. Um, and I learned, you know, ally, oh, cool, cool, you're an ally, you're supportive, which I think coming from the, us older people where it's, things have changed to where people, you know, and people always still do need support, but I don't like to be like, oh, I'm not gay or, you know, right, I, that, right. so that's, that, I never, ever want to, right. you know, so that's to me, I'm not like, oh, I'm a proud ally. I'm just like, right. I am part of this community too, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would like to be here. This is my favorite place to be. And, um. I love that. And there's so many things that I want to talk about. Uh, I have yeah. that brought up. So I love it. Please. Years ago. So um, one of my dear friends, Nancy Avery, um, mm-hmm. who she runs the pride committee at the Unitarian church. Mm-hmm. And back when we were doing the voices of victory as part of pride, we elected her as a, someone from the community that we really wanted to come and, and be a grand marshal and tell their story. And she asked me why I picked her because she's, uh, just just an ally mm-hmm. just and and she has a daughter that's part of the community and i said nancy your daughter didn't have a choice of whether she wanted to be part of the community or not and when she came out to you you had to make a choice and that makes it almost more powerful mm-hmm. i didn't get this choice i'm so glad that i have this gotcha. life you made the choice to support and love and be part of it yeah. so in a way it's it's we we wouldn't have what we have without the allies yes. so don't sell yourself right. short on it and but and but don't you allies think, are also part of the community. And don't yeah, you think you. that the word ally is there's a coldness to it? There's yeah. a we need there to be this separation. And I think for in the early days, I think maybe they thought that. Maybe they because, you know, it took us a while to like gay men didn't want to talk to lesbians. It was this whole thing. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. When I came out, I was told you you're, my mm-hmm. best friend was a lesbian, lovely young lady named Katrina. And I was told um, and this was by people in their 60s. I'm we don't. We don't have best friends. <laughs> but it's it's the same thing as ally. It's why we chose to do queer, to say the word queer on mm-hmm. this show, because queer is such a more open term. Because every... It, guess what? If we didn't have allies, we probably wouldn't have gay marriage. You need... Oh, not at all. Mm-hmm. ...to come together. You know what I mean? It drives me insane. And so my brother was at the grocery store. Wenatchee, Washington, just had their pride on Saturday of last week. And he says... He didn't go. But... um. He says, Jonathan, I was in the grocery store line, and some woman was there saying she got a booth, and she was giving out free mom hugs. What the hell is that? And I said, I want to talk about it because this is, you do not understand, and it's hard to understand if you haven't gone through it, but these are beautiful people who may have children that are in the queer community. Maybe they don't, but what they recognize is so many of us do not have access to our family mm-hmm. and we lose that. And so what they're doing is giving love because they know those hugs have been missing. I'm like, th- I said, next time you see that woman, you just tell her thank you. Cause that's a beautiful, what a way it should be about spreading love. You know what I mean? So I have yeah. to, no, I appreciate that. And I, and I like, for me, I've been an ally my entire life just from the way I was raised and where, you know, <clears throat> and I lived in, in Palm Springs for 10 years and, <sighs> 
It's my happy place. <laughs> she was born in Palm Springs. Oh my God, you lucky, it was lucky. In, in the water, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's in the yeah. I mean, but, it is Palm Springs. <laughs> but you know, and I just, I just, the, the term of saying ally is okay. It's just I don't like to say I'm an ally right. by trying to identify to not be. Yeah. Because then it's like, yes. oh, but I'm not yes, gay. Yes, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. that, totally. Yeah, yeah, that is where you know for me because yeah. exactly. I mean I also like believe in you know. I love love every I love everybody. Who knows what I could be the right? next relationship I get into? So you know, we are all just open, beautiful people. Yes. And this is my philosophy on life. Uh, it's my way of saying like I'm an ally to people that have nothing to do with my experience because I'm not a dick. Right. I just that is how we should live. Love everyone, accept everyone. We're, don't be a dick. Did you see the last Ant-Man movie, Quantumania? Yes. yes. And it's it's never too late to not be a dick. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is the best. Line. That is so good. And it, it's and too listen. late for me. It's never too right. late to stop being a dick. And it worked. He actually was like, oh, but this is what I want everybody to know. Never too late to not be a dick. Um, and Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, oh I, who said Ant? That man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to piggyback off... Uh, what you were saying about the free hugs, you know, yeah. uh, this lady here, you know, she took in a newly queer kid that didn't know anything and took him, me, talking about me, oh. um, <laughs> took me in and was that mother figure that said, you know what, I'll love you. And yeah. she is one of those that, you know, is the definition of what a LGBTQ mom is. I mean, yeah. she's mama bear. You just look at me or her daughter wrong. She'll eat you alive. Good. You should just say I'm a mom. Be. That's like that's right? how you identify. Speaking, right? speaking about bears. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, here, I love to speak um, about bears. Loves the bears and is a bear himself. I am, I am a self A very great one. But anyway, oh, yes. <laughs> I got oh, him something. I got him something for is pride. That what I think it is. I, oh I got T Rex arms, but there you go. <laughs> I love this. See everybody, uh, the bear. It's the bear flag. Uh, yes, which I need in my life. I celebrate bears all the time. It was a very long time before I understood where I, I felt I was, I could belong. A very long time. And when I found my tribe, when I found my bears, I found an identity in myself that gave me something to have more pride in. And I freaking love it. Daniel, you're so sweet. Thank you for this. I got Kurt one. Too. This is nice. <laughs> Yeah, Kurt, are you a bear? I mean, I know physically you look like one. Oh, yeah. We talked about it all Saturday. Um, he's wow. a bear. He's a bear. Apparently, I'm a cub. You are a little Michael's, cubby. Michael's a otter. Yeah. Oh, wow. I actually, uh, I have a friend, Ian. You know Ian. Mm -hmm. Who, um, he asked me, he goes, so what am I in the bear community? I'm like, well, you're not a bear. I'm going to guess cub, but I'm going to need to see some fur. <laughs> to see if you're a cub. He's a, so now he is newly oh, very knighted much. a cub. Okay. And he's excited that that is part of his identity. And I'm like, listen, so what I want to do is open a booth at Pride where I'll tell you. Um, and it might, I mean, I'm going to need some, to see some things mm -hmm. just to be sure. You know, just listen. If it, it wouldn't be me if it wasn't a little naughty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I love it. Okay. And I'm glad you, you spoke up. First of all, I didn't know the, the connection here. And it is so true. It's still 40% of all uh, homeless youth are LGBT, part of that community. That's a big amount of people. It's, uh, it's why I always appreciate that my brother is always willing to t ask me questions and I can, I can talk about these things because I think it's the more we talk about it, the more we can address it, um, which is another reason why pride is important. Um, 
Corey, you said that when Pride became important because it was like your sense of community. Mm-hmm. It was like finding, I'm going to guess, belonging. Is that too much that, of a... Uh, I think it was finding appreciation for the city. Um, I've oh. said before on the show that I had, my friend Erica one time got mad at me for talking about how Spokane sucks. That's right. right. Yeah. And she said, then shut up, go away, or do something about it. Right. So I joined the, the Pride Foundation originally, and then yeah. outspo- what, was, what was then out Spokane and now Spokane Pride right after that. And that just kind of pushed me into the whole thing. I like this idea that it helped you find, not just community, it helped you find the appreciation for where you for are. For my home. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. And that got me into working with political candidates. That got me yeah. into being aware of what was just going on in my surroundings. To yeah. just know about Spokane. And I love when they started that Spokane doesn't suck thing. Yeah. yeah because right? that's my favorite way to describe Spokane. <laughs> is There's a lot of things about Spokane that could yeah. change, but Spokane doesn't suck. Yeah. And that is a good, and it's true. I tell everybody that any place you go, if you don't participate in it, you're not going to like it. Like, right. find the thing. There's always something to do. It's not about the city itself sucking in your world. It means you, you haven't even put the effort forth to find out why. And I love that pride can be part of that. I still have people that don't know we have pride here. Mm-hmm. How like is that Spokane possible? Spokane has a pride. Especially now. There's going to be 62,000 people there. You yeah, better know. And we have a whole road painted for us now, I which know. is fantastic. It's beautiful. The The progress flag, we were talking about it before the microphones went on. The city was nice enough. Uh, we had artists come out and paint that right where the parade's going to be. And this is what's fascinating, because another thing I want to talk about is, I think pride is always a form of protest, sadly. But it really is, again, now more than ever. And I sat down there. And I was, I was supposed to have a meeting with the people putting on Pride. And I say, okay, uh, I'll be there. Where do you want me? You're going to have to meet us by the prog- near the fountain by where they're painting the progress flag because we have to guard it. And I'm like, you have to what? Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to guard it. So they barricaded it. And so I was only there for probably three hours, not even the full time that it took to paint that. And um, we had... And when I was there, it was it was just the tip of the iceberg. But we had people who felt like they had a right to. One guy walked up to us, and I'm glad he didn't say it to me. And it was somebody else that was there and said, because um, he acted nice. He's like, I just need you to know, uh, I'm not cool with this. And I was like, you don't need us to know any of that. You don't have to be cool with it. But you also, what gives you the arrogance to think? that you must come over to a stranger and say, I know this is you celebrating and I just want you to know you suck, you know? And it just, I was so appalled. Thank you. (laughs) We have this permission. And then we had, uh, luckily we had two uh, very muscular gentlemen who were there to uh, kind of be, be, the security. And there was a guy, all these, these teenagers wanted to do was ride their, um, their little scooters across it. They, they were determined. They were going to ruin this yeah. thing that is doesn't hurt you at all. Mm-hmm. They did, and so thank God we had John, um, who's part of our community. He's been on the show quite a few times. Uh, they're like he loves. What being kind of parents do, do they have? Right. Right. I, that's all I can think about is if their first thought is to ruin art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ruin someone's like celebration. Right. I'm sorry. That is exactly it. So people Shame celebrating is mm-hmm. killing. Are you going to random birthday parties and just crashing them? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and then what I found out later is after I left, there was a very angry woman on her cell phone yelling mm-hmm. and waving her arms. And I told them they chased her off and I said, she's going to get her Calvary. And when I left about an hour later, 
the crosses came out, churches were, no and I'm way. like, I told you she went to get her Calvary. And I'm like, I don't understand this. You know, I'm not going into your church and sitting in your pews and going, oh, this is awful. I'm so gay. I don't have any interest. So why do you have interest? Actually, (laughs) (laughs) we're going there next. I don't know if you do it. Um, You know what I mean? So pride has become protest yet again. I mean, we're sitting around and we're seeing what's going on with corporate culture. Always problematic in June of every year. But now we have, you know, uh, people bowing down to the ridiculous threats and these bunch of toddlers running into to stores and ripping right. down pride displays. And so now you have this war. You have Bud Light. You have, you have Target. You have all these places. So it's now more than ever. I had someone... Ask me, with all of this going on, do we need to back off on some things? No, we need to get louder on some things. Because it's in times like those, we got to be louder. It's scary, though. It's yes. a scary oh, very time scary. I mean, remember what happened last year with the U-Haul and the... Oh, yes. oh trust me. And, right? and, and I, I remember walking to Pride from the brunch. Keep talking. We're and, doing, we're, we might need to fix your microphone. Okay. I remember talking, walking to the Pride Parade from brunch with a friend of mine, and I looked and I said, do you think we're going to get shot today? Right. And they yeah. said, I don't know. Yeah. And I remember a tweet that I saw a couple of years ago, and it said, if I get shot and die, drag my body to the Capitol steps and politicize the hell out yeah. of it. Right. And I texted my friends that day yeah. with that. Because that's what I want out of it is yeah. if, if that would happen and I died doing what I love right. and giving out for my community, I mean, chop me up and throw me at senders, right. like politicize the hell right? out of well, it. Well, people ask all the time. So one of the things that's a joke in our community, of course, I'm sitting there having my meeting and, they're like, and we're going over what needs to be done on the main stage. And one of the things I said, so what's your main goal? And he goes, uh, don't get shot, which is a joke because, but then I have my uh, heterosexual coworkers and thing coming to me and saying, aren't you afraid? Why are you doing it? I said, because I've been, I've had to, you put the fear back here because you don't have the luxury. I don't have the luxury to be like, I'm going to let them scare me. But you always turn, you look for exit strategies. You look, you're aware of your surroundings, do your part. And that's what we have to do. Yeah. It's a scary time, you know, having a teenager in school or any, any, you know, and I think that we're in like, you know, the earlier years where moms were scared for their children. Oh, for real. Now it's different where we're all, I mean, I, I've, I've kept her home. I can't tell you how many times just speak. I mean, she goes to a a pride prep school. Nice. And so, but it's, it's so scary. And now that like, even the, what you're talking about, the dungeons and drag like right. i want to go to that right when i love i've always gone to pride but i am more scared yeah now than i ever have been right and it's because of her you know course, and and yeah. it's like i and my mom who's obviously very reads a lot of politics and the gun stuff going on and right she's nervous too about oh, us yeah. going. well and here's the thing nervous is not bad it keeps us alert just like you were saying Corey. Mm-hmm. um know the thing but don't let it silence I know, you I know. but it's hard why mm-hmm. wouldn't a parent be be nervous or scared for their well, child i think events are what scares me the most yeah. and it's like i've never been scared to go to pride ever right. i've lived in I, i've never ever been fearful right. but now it's like you know everybody this is what i keep telling people there's 62,000 of us this year <laughs> and there's you know 12 One. of them so exactly so so you, we have to be aware aware of those things but if we do not protest yeah. loudly we lose so it is it's a very like 
balancing act. Corey, does it ever resonate with you? Yes. Yeah. Every year. Every year there's there's I get a pride moment every year. That's like right. the big thing. And right. I don't know what it's gonna be or when it's gonna happen, but it all started the first year yeah. when a, a dad was well, I didn't know he was the dad. Yeah. And he was following a little kid around and I couldn't I, I the kid just was having the time of their life with right. this big gruff man following around, looking a little bit creepy. Right. And then the dad came up and thanked us for it. They drove in from Montana because this kid wanted to go to Pride. And this little pixie fairy sprite kid is just dancing around with glitter on their face, dancing with the drag queens, getting hugs from everyone. And it's like, this is why we do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. They got up in the, in the middle of the night to drive to Spokane because it was the closest yeah. Pride to and them. And do you know what makes changes the world? Our parents like that. You know what I mean? That let their child be who they are. That dad was very visibly uncomfortable in the beginning. (laughs) Oh, sure. And then, but you look at this kid and smiling and having the time of their life, and he might have saved his child's life by doing Uh, that. Yeah, for real. And just think of what that does for that child as they continue to grow up and they have that experience as a foundational moment. Um, That's the hard part. And it is this consistent balancing act of now I've always been loud and I've always been like, if no one else can do this, I'm going to just going to do this since I was 20. I came out in the newspaper and were there moments that I was terrified for sure. But I can't imagine if I have the ridiculous uh, belief that I need to do this, I need to do it for those that might be too afraid today might be. And you know what? I always tell people all uh, decisions are uh, valuable. All dis- None of them have moral good or bad on them. If you are scared, it's okay. Because those of us who are going to be out there screaming, dressing in this amazing outfit over here, we're going to be loud enough for you until you can be strong enough and stand next to us. Because that's how we do it. And it is that's why I tell people all the time, support your people on the front lines. You don't have to be up there. Not all of us are called to it. Support the ones that are. It's tiring. Oh, exhaust. Yeah, exhaust. And, and, but it's one of those things. I won't move away from Spokane for the reason to join a larger community. Yeah. Right. Because this community needs more people that, that speak out and speak up. Yeah. And Because those communities don't change without that. I would love to have a community that's stronger than we currently have. Yeah. But I'm not going to leave to go find that. Yeah. But you've been here, well, even longer than I've been over the years, and we've both seen where it came from. 20 years now. it's grown. Yeah. Look what it's becoming. So there's still that little twinkle of hope. You I know accidentally, what I mean. accidentally marched in my first year I was here in the Pride Parade because <laughs> I was bartending and oh, got yeah. really drunk. And then suddenly we just joined the parade. Yeah. And we had bought, there were four of us, and we had bought martini glasses at Pottery Barn. And we were nice. drinking what everyone thought was just juice out of them. No, yeah. it was like pink vodka. Oh. And we made a little like dance and we were spinning around and having a good time. I don't know who was in front of or behind me in the parade. <laughs> and we only you had, thought it was a big party had, going on. We had one lane on the two-way streets and it was about two and a half blocks of a parade. Wow. Now, you are known in our community are you working beer garden this year? Am I working what? The beer garden. I will be in the beer garden. Okay. So everybody, if you haven't met Corey, what my favorite thing about you is he, like, this is proper. This is proper stuff. The short shorts. That is true homage to the beginnings of pride. So go say hi to Corey because he will be in his short shorts. I will be. Yes. I love this. There are men and women 
who uh, like to go find you and see you. It's, so. it's me and then my friend Missy. And Missy, Missy's a mom. Oh, Missy's, Missy's a mom. She doesn't have a child in the community, but we met 15, 17 years ago, and oh, I, I got that. her involved, and she's the one that's running it all this year. And you'll see her with the pink braids in her hair. Yeah. And if I don't say, she's the black girl. She hates when you don't call her the black girl because well, it's the biggest identifying thing. That's what thing. she wants. To, yeah. Pink braids. She'll have a tutu on, little pride shorts. I love the tutus. All of yes. the stuff. And she runs She runs the tight ship there. And this is what I got to say. For everybody who says, oh, well, it's not my thing because I'm not. I'm not part of that community. It is for everybody. Pride, Pride is, is for, for everyone. everyone. Because it's about coming together and being saying, hey, we all we all get to be to belong. So that's why I always tell people, you don't have to be part of the legit Bitaqua thingy. You can be uh, just there to sup- to celebrate humanity. And you're welcome. Because we are very, I'm just saying, we're very welcoming people. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, a lot we of us are very be. welcoming. We can be. Oh, we're not good at, at welcoming our own people. Uh, no, let, let, <laughs> but if fair. you want to come to Pride, we will hug you. I am trying to get a shirt that says, um, uh, have you hugged a bear today? Because I just want to go like hug people all day, right? I love that for Someone you. Someone got me a t-shirt because I keep getting introduced at Pride as, oh, we're putting this bitch to work. And I'm like... Yeah, I mean, you can call me this bitch also. Oh, wait, Johnny. side note, I think I'm at the booth. I volunteered for the booth for Queer-Centric. Oh, did you? Re- for oh, a shift. We will, we will talk to you. We'll talk to you after this. Okay. Yeah, so everybody, anyway. just side note, uh, you're going to see us everywhere. We have uh, lots of us just out and about for Pride. I'll be on the main stage, so um, come say hi to me, but I'll be up there getting sunburned. And, you know, I do it really well. Where and is the telling people, it is at Lilac, the Lilac Bowl. So that big natural dip that they do a lot of music festivals and things in the middle across of the, the river from the convention center. Across the river from the convention center. Yeah, it's perfect place. Where it was a couple years ago. It was over there, wasn't it? It uh, more than a couple, but yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. has been there in Where the past. They had a show the director was on the. Okay. Yes, exactly. I like it better over there. So that's why they moved main okay. stage back because okay. uh, we agree. So go. Say it hi. is my favorite spot say hi to, to have it. There's a lot more room there than there was before. Actually, yeah, and it, it allows a little more. And the whole place we are booked solid throughout that park with all the. Di- there's seven stages. Um, so there's lots going on. I tried to get a booth last minute too, and yeah, I was told that there weren't any left. They had they oversold oversold okay. by forty booths. Mm-hmm. So thank you everybody trying yeah. to be a part of this, and that's why it's important to come and have a good time. We're gonna be there spreading love. Um, I'm gonna be in my this bitch t-shirt. Listen, I've got some. I change clothes. I'm just saying, I change clothes a lot. So um, it's going to be fun. But the other thing, which brings us to exactly, first of all, exactly uh, you two showing up in these wonderful Pride outfits is not only is Pride is protest, which it is, but most importantly, Pride is celebration. Pride is finding a reason to go, oh, fuck yeah, I exist. The history that we've gone through to get to this moment, the fact that we are all still alive when the country has gone fucking crazy it's celebration, and we deserve it. I don't want anyone to doubt why I'm here either. <laughs> that's the other thing, too. I am here. I am queer. Yes. That's it. Yeah. And, and if that's why I do the outfits that I do. Yeah. 
I love, first of all, my favorite thing in the whole entire world is that you have outfits. Like, this is oh, yeah. this is my dream to be that uh, out and do all those things, which I could be, but, like, I get tired a lot. So. Yeah. Um, but also you have fam- you Your family is a queer family. I mean, this is your life. My and family that I have chosen this. is amazing. Yes. And I love that we all get to see each other at Pride. You yeah. know what one thing that I'm really upset about, though? Brandy Carlisle plays at the Gorge on Pride Carlisle. every year. Mm-hmm. And takes all the lesbians away. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Why can't she just come play for us? Oh my god! Have you? I'm telling you, I got her new album. That Brandy, came out last I know year, the gorgeous so great, really but have you tried the lilac bowl? Ex- yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, we'll just have you play there for about a month, and you'll get all the same <laughs> amount of people. But it's she's one of my favorite musicians ever. Her record that came out last year, go get it because it's super good. So, why is celebration important to you? Well, I love drag shows. That's oh, like yes. my number one for. There's going gonna be to a lot all. of them on yeah, Saturday. That's what I'm so because I before I mean I I always have loved drag shows for the last twenty years. So it's like nice. my favorite thing. I used to love when Urz was here. I right. You know, um, and I think also just just being able to it's because it's it's fun first of all. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's I think just seeing so many people because I'm a crier. Oh nice. <laughs> and it's just like seeing people like just be able to feel things or just find right. happiness that they right. haven't before, you know. And 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 I think again being our age, it's yeah. knowing how far people have come even though this last two years has been totally insane well and let's look at how many uh states are trying to outlaw drag drag is not drag is art people well i did today i believe that they have the two teenagers have sued ron DeSantis and won so yes tennessee it was it was called uh unconstitutional so you can't and i'm like thank you someone was like yeah you guys are being weird get back on their crazy because it has gone so yeah so this is just i think for me it's just they're gonna to try to fight back but the fact is there are some courts who are like okay you know you, you're getting a little crazy <laughs> because drag crazy. is uh amazing it is an art form it is i did it for one month when i was in a play okay. and it's exhausting so more power to those to those girls to the queens who can make it happen because have you ever oh. done drag no well out, not so, outside of halloween I mean, other than this outside of halloween no Got but it. I did Ursula last year. Oh, nice. I did. Um, I, that Misty and I were drag. Dion and Cher from Clueless one year. <gasps> so My favorite movie those. ever. Yeah. It works yeah. really well. So so you have. You just haven't done it as in. I haven't performed. No. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that easily. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. people cannot. I just. It's the most amazing. I, I'm so obsessed. Right? I've been obsessed like since I was like 20 years old. Like oh, it's just so great. Beautiful. And they're. I mean, just the drops. Can I the, tell you? Right. Like, like, I just, drops, see, I'm I, too old to start that. Yeah. I, my knee would like fall, fly over <laughs> yeah. there if I death drop. It Last time I was on the show, I was late because my <laughs> knee went out. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is what always, because I always assume I'm 20 years older than everybody <laughs> in the room because I feel it. Mm. And I see you who I, in my head, I have you already as you're way younger. And then I see you and you have to have that cane because it hurts mm-hmm. so much. And I'm like, it, first of all, thank you because it made me feel a little better. And it's a rainbow um, cane too. I know, so. which is amazing. Uh, I need you to host something. You know what? You need to host a burlesque show in this. Ooh. I'm just going to say, I can hook you up. You just, yeah, that sounds we'll fun. T- I know, I know, uh, one that loves to have random. Get you a um, sex dungeon too. Yeah, comes with a sex dungeon. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> we talked about it on the last show. All right. Um, I'm in. But I have to say, for everybody who's listening, for for me who's been out for a very long time, 
who didn't have my family for 10 years and then lucky enough that my brother is one of my closest friends now this is so my brother when i came out threw knives at me like seriously wow. was so pissed off that he threw not chased me around the house throwing knives at me um because he thought that's what god wanted uh, and through that, because of his amazing wife, who would bring him over to my mm. apartment every Thursday, I think it was three o'clock, and she didn't care if we were going to sit there for an hour and not talk. She just kept bringing him. Well, now my brother, I talk to him every single day. I don't miss one day. Nice. Um, and I love that he allows me to talk. He went to one pride parade with me, and uh, it's so because he's so my brother. And then afterwards, he needed to go to the strip club in Seattle just so he could kind of feel better. <laughs> and I'm like, you're so weird. I'm like, next time we go to a sporting event, I'm going to need to go see some male strippers. I love that. That's a great I know, trade-off. Right? Yeah, I think so, too. Bonus and if it can on, be the athletes. I was going to say, depending on what sport you're watching, I mean, I would do that. But this is – so celebrating and showing my brother that this is something – showing everybody, your family, if you're lucky enough to have them back in your life – to show why we need to celebrate, how many times does a heterosexual person ask anybody in this room, what do you need? I don't have a straight pride parade. Why do you need a gay pride parade? And I mm-hmm. always say, "Do you have you ever been the world to Mardi is Gras? Yours. Mardi Gras is a straight pride parade. Not in Australia. Thank you. I know. Yeah. Oh, they throw a good one. I know. Um, but it's funny because I'm like, why do you need a straight pride parade? It's like an old white guy talking about how he's so, uh, everybody gets everything that he doesn't get. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think you just don't realize it because uh, you get all that privilege. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a new cologne that we're going to launch. <laughs> privilege. Your Have privilege you seen there's, there's a show on Disney Plus that just launched The Pride from Above? I haven't Nat watched Geo did it, it yet. So good. Are and it serious? starts with Sydney Mardi Gras. Oh, And then oh it covers, it goes, to, it goes all over to New York, talks about Canada, then it goes to Iceland. It's, I think that's amazing. It's great. See, that's what we need to remember. We, uh, it also reminds me, in May, of course, we celebrated Harvey Milk. Uh, his birthday was in May, and, we, and so on our show, we talked a lot about these amazing quotes, what this man did. If you haven't seen the movie, we made Daniel watch it because he hadn't <laughs> seen it. Uh, and? I loved it. I didn't even know who he was. No. That's the problem. You know, and yeah. that's why. Yeah. But it reminds me of, I used to say, I wish we had a month prior to like the month of May was about educating ourselves, yeah. reminding <laughs> ourselves so that June, the celebration Party. meant even more. Yeah. You know what and I that's mean? That's why I love the celebration so much yeah. is because, and, and I'm looking like you're hosting, you're yeah. still working. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and yeah. working with the, the brunch at nine and the beer garden right? and it's not a full day of just celebrating right. for a lot of us. Yes. That because someone has to put it on. Someone has to put it on. Yeah. And I would love more people to get involved in this because yeah. I do this all year long and I just want to have fun. I want to have fun. Yeah. Right. And that's why it's so, it's so great to take off halfway through. <laughs> yes. And yes. And have your part of it. Mm-hmm. That's yours. Because it, it's what I fight for all year long is yeah. that people can come celebrate. Exactly. And I want to do that too. There was a few of us sitting around the other day and some people asked us if we were super excited for pride and we're like, Yes. And they're like, what's your favorite part? When I can go home and yeah. go to bed. Right. Not because what are you I doing don't after understand. Pride? Going to bed. Yeah. Everyone's I, asking I what to bar take... to go to. And I'm like, yeah. my bed. I took Monday off because I said, I'm so old. I will feel wrecked like a, a big old, you know, truck just ran me over. But you know what? It's not complaining. It's worth it. I would do it 10 oh, times over totally to allow it. people to have this moment. But, you know, it, you know, maybe understand that the people working it, if that's work. 
I, I don't care how great you look or, you know what I mean? And most people Takes aren't work. getting paid to be there. No. And that's no. the other big thing too, is we're yeah. all volunteers. Exactly. Do you I would volunteer if it was early in the year. It's too hot for me. It is so hot. I asked for vodka. I'm like, can I get a vodka? <laughs> that'll, that'll be my payment. You and get to drink. Yes, I can. Yes. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing. It is because we do it because we know how important it is. We know that it needs, especially now that there seems to be this backlash that we all thought, you know, 15 years ago, we were good. We right. finally did this. And now, and also... Uh, it's about that inclusion. Not only is it that they're trying to come back and take our rights away, but when Roe v. Wade, after 50, where 50 years, was re- reversed, it made you go, oh, fuck, they're not just coming for us. And it wasn't they're even hinted at. Everyone. It oh, wasn't no, even no. hinted at that it was going to be us next. It wasn't even hinted at. I'm just going to say what you said. Sorry, right. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. It's not your fault. It's called microphones. They have mm-hmm. issues. But we just want to say, first of all, this show is very important to me. First of all, if I would have known, I have a cape. Mm. It's a rainbow cape. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. I wish that like queer people everywhere for the whole month of June, <laughs> you go to work in this shit. You go <laughs> Because it's first of all, it, it just brings joy just by seeing. You know what I mean? I mean, and uh, we're going to have a picture. We're going to put up... Uh, online of Corey in the full outfit and you'll see what kind of joy you can get from that um but it's this <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> she would be proud she I would, would be yes. she would be and i just i want to i want to shout out to you yes. again for the free mom hug thing i lost my mom several years ago and it thank you for doing that my mom would have yep. been one of those people that is there for free moms for the, the hugs mm-hmm. and um my friend danny who passed in october yeah. his mom signed up to do it this year and it's oh, going to wow. be so healing for her. And I, oh, for it's because she'd lot. Mm. Thank you. It's, it's yeah. For those of us that don't have our moms in our lives that were there for us. It's, yeah. it's, I haven't had a mom hug in almost a year now. So right. it's, well, I have, because I have several moms. So right. thank you. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah, it's like the big important moments. Whenever I walk down the parade route and I see the free moms, <laughs> I am so jaded that I'm afraid I'm going to break, and I will. I'll break down like a little baby. So I just kind of try to avoid. I can't do it. Because they're amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, if you hug me, I will not be able to do anything the rest of this day. Because it's that important. It's sharing love. It's one of the things uh, that I was telling some people who are on the street team for the Queer Centric that the most important thing that day is that we're spreading love and queer joy, which is the, this is a uh, term we're using a lot. I guess Glad decided that, and I'm good. Queer joy works for me. I love that. But we need to spread it. We need to uh, take the day to remind people what humanity really can be. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's why this is, I now that I know the role you played in a young man's life over here who is smart, uh, doesn't always realize his self-worth and to know that someone, see, I got to be careful because I'll start crying too. Uh, to know yeah. there was a person that brought that to him. That's so important. So important. This is also the young man who told Kurt and I, sometimes I look at you guys like my, you're my gay dads. I'm like, I'm not ready to be I a was daddy. A gay dad. <laughs> I was a gay dad for someone too. And it's, it is, it's a beautiful and, a, you know, you got you to gotta make peace with it. You know what, what it reminds people is it's normalizing a lifestyle that they were always told yes. wasn't possible. Oh, that is a, re- wait, wait, wait. How's your mic doing? It's uh, reminding people. It's reminding people that there's a lifestyle. <laughs> 
This mic is homophobic. It is. I just want to clarify. Um, it's not the mic; it's the headset. So everyone. That's oh, they the think audio. it's fine. Good. Say it again, because that's oh, a very great. important oh. quote. Okay. okay. Being being the gay dad was, you know, right. <laughs> it's very distracting. To yeah, have yeah. That. Being is. the gay dad was reminding people that we normalized a lifestyle that they didn't think was possible for them. That is probably the most. If you don't get it that sums it up that you didn't think was possible so many of us queer kids didn't realize you know especially even th through the generations that we have in this room back in the day it was not an option it's why so many of us had to you know i lived in my car for four months because my parents couldn't deal with it uh and i want better that's why when we see what's going on around this country it makes me angry because we shouldn't still be here 30 years later you know what I mean? It yeah. shouldn't be. Well, I think, unfortunately, there are like some superpower parents out there right now yeah. that are fighting for some trans kids Hallelujah. and stuff like that. But like, I think also I just want to tell to you guys because I have known Daniel from before when he, you know, was he's 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 just got leaps and bounds since he's been with you guys. Oh. And it's and my mom who loved Daniel too says the same See, thing amazing. just because you know, like I said, we I took him to PJ's for his first like drink, <laughs> and he was like this scared puppy dog. And me and my friend are like, you know. Right, we love PJs, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you just like, and now he's just this guy that's at Pride, and right? you know that's talking you know, to everybody. Yeah, it was really you know for him, you know, living in Davenport because my family yeah. lives all out there too, and it's tiny, tiny, and it's not that far away from here. Nope. And there are plenty of, and he tells me some of the things that he went through, and, and I'm sure a lot of kids still go through. Yeah, in these small towns, it's still insane. to this <laughs> yeah. day. That's why people like you who uh, take the effort to go beyond that and to help. It changes everything. It can change the whole world. I mean, now we have a monster over here. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to say one thing. Please do before I cry. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, having people like you guys is so important because something I just saw the other day. I was on Craigslist, you know, and there's some weird stuff on there, you know. <laughs> but I was on there. I thought and there was got a kid. <laughs> there was a kid on there, 18, just graduated, with a picture of himself saying. Please, I would do anything if you let me live with you. Mm. My parents oh kicked my me out. He, and he said anything, including right, some meeting, pretty, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I messaged him. I go, you know, I can't offer you a place, but right. I can offer you love and support. Exactly. And I gave him some references. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous to think nowadays there's still people like that that will go yeah. go away even though i've known you for 18 years Your go away own child i do want to point out it's going to come out on uh i was lucky enough to be on a podcast called beneath your beautiful it's a magazine that i did an article in but uh she just released some snippets and i don't remember what i say half the time because i say a lot of things um and it was the snippet she released was all about saying our jobs as humans is to love period I don't have to understand you. I don't have to make it make sense in my head. I just have to love you. That is my job. And I think it's so important to remember, people spend so much energy on, I need to understand exactly what you, I don't understand a lot of things. I'm never gonna be a mechanic. <laughs> I went from those. Right. I'm never, you know, there are things <laughs> in my life, why do I need to understand this to trust this person or to I just allow want to be them the to person exist. that I didn't have. That's one of the big oh, things. You're so full of these and great quotes. It's, today. It's, it's one of the things that I've always kind of strived as I've gotten more involved is I didn't have positive role models. I didn't have normalization of this life. I didn't have all these things. And what I really wanted more than anything was someone to just look at me and say, I don't need to get it, but I don't care. Right. 
yes, mm-hmm. yes. I, I would, I'm the first to admit that when I was young, uh, in my 20s, and I was trying, I was finding my way out of the closet. I came from a very Christian uh, background, and I remember having to have that moment with myself. Because, you know, we are a rainbow for a reason. There are so many people and walks of life in this beautiful uh, community that we have. And I had to remind myself that I didn't need these moments of all I need. All I needed was to go. It doesn't matter. I, I care about you. You are so kind to care about me. And I wish we could see more of that in this world, because I will say, I would say everybody in this room is pretty sensitive when you get bombarded. Like you have a day where you're bombarded by the hate and the Mm -hmm. ugly it breaks you down and you have to remind yourself, you know, that people are, people can be beautiful. The best of humanity does exist uh, and we just need to find it again. It's a choice. It's a choice to take that part of ourselves and let it shine and have that moment of, I don't have to be a dick. You know what I mean? So it's never too late to stop being a dick. (laughs) Yes. Never too late to stop being a dick. And it worked in, watch that movie. It worked for him. It did. And it was unfortunate that uh, he became more dark. But yeah, before before he realized he had to be a dick. Well, uh, this has been a really I needed an uplifting moment in my day. This was fun. This was. I've fun. been looking forward to this for weeks. I'm, oh my god, I I always miss you. Um, and then you'll come in here like this, and I'm like, oh, I love that people just being who they are. You are not afraid, my friend, and I think it's a perfect. Man, look how much this puppy loves him. I I know. I'm done. Give up Perseus. It's puppy's first pride. Where did you get this beautiful Perseus? Um, a friend of mine had gotten one of the litter mates. Oh, so and I drank a little bit too much on Thursday <laughs> and Venmoed her money for one. So That's how things happen for me too. Big, and big and I fell in love at first sight. How do you not? And look he how was, good this puppy is. Well, I his know. sister is a little healthy. Okay. Oh, you just has me in depth. This little guy. Yeah. And he does this. I got to hold him for a while. This little guy is exactly, I mean, love. Love, I'm going to go hug Reggie because I feel like he can hear me. Uh, And I love you, Reggie. But this is super cute. Oh, right. Unconditional. Yeah. I I know I need it. That's what Kurt is afraid I would do is get drunk (laughs) and Venmo someone money for a dog. They only have seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so low. Such a low threshold. I love it. Well, thank you again to not only you beautiful humans that are in here, Jennifer Simons. Mm -hmm. Listen, see, I got it right. And Corey Fortune, one of my favorite people ever. Um, And of course, Daniel, the intern. Thank you for putting this together. Oh, we got all so much more in store. See, (laughs) you you can trust the court. But also our own peanut gallery. It makes me so happy. Uh, Did everybody have a good time? See, this is how it goes. I really, I mean, I have to say someone came by for a t-shirt and this is what you get. So you can't get near Kurt. He will give you a job. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be here all day so you guys can go have fun. Well, I, I will have fun on the stage. I know, stage. we're all feeling guilty. I have all. moments. I will tell you. It's going to be, no, don't feel guilty. Be, be thrilled. What a beautiful experience we all get to have. It'll be great. So thank you both. Uh, for being here, reminder to everybody. I had to remember where my camera was. Reminder to everybody that the shows drop every Tuesday at thequeercentric.com. We have a lot of exciting shows coming up this month. Um, I swear we're doing like three shows a week until uh, until we get to July. And, and then I'll be dead, so it'll be <laughs> fine. Um, so please check that out. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I can 
cannot uh, tell you enough. Don't underestimate the power of a like. It brings a lot of power in the world. The more likes you have, the more you can do. So we love you all. Please have an amazing Pride Month. We're here for you. Till next time. Bye.